Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Modern Aged Middle Life, a podcast brought to you by Emily Baum and Graham Jarvis, comedy writers addressing modern day confusions for the middle aged. Hello, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm very well. That's very polite. Good morning. Good morrow, good sir. How art thou? <laughs> Are you breezily wandering through the effervescent woods while listening to birdsong? <laughs> effervescent. Yes, I've taken my teeth out and put them in an Alka-Seltzer or whatever the <laughs> teeth-cleaning fizzy tablets are. Effervescent? What are they? I don't know. Um, how are you this morning? You all right? I'm good, thank you. Yes. Good. Looking forward to today. Are you? You sent me an email. I did. Because we're still socially distancing. Yes. You've said... We should be talking accents. I think so, because half the time I can't make out what you're saying. So I thought it might be worthwhile to talk about the different accents. And it's quite interesting, isn't it, that the UK, although it's this teeny, teeny, tiny island, has such a range of different accents in the way that people talk. Oh, oh, hang on. I think I've got it wrong. I've been researching acutes and graves and accents like umlauts. Umlauts? Are umlauts the people that have usually got asbos against them? <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, an so. What's an umlaut? In Germany, they put it over a U and things, two little dots. Oh, is that what it's called? An umlaut, yeah. Oh, I mean, how can you drop that into conversation? <laughs> you seem to have. <laughs> what a wonderful word. In French, you know, the acute and grave. Is, you know, is, this is a grave situation, Emily. <laughs> is that what that little line is? Yeah, the slope, uphill or downhill. Oh, yeah. and what's that called again? The acute. The acute. And the grave. And the grave. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You really are retired, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have an easy time in England. Just have to put a dot over the eye. That's about the only thing we have to remember to do. Yeah, or if you are doing Mickey Mouse, do you remember to do an American accent? Hello, folks. <laughs> if you're doing an accent over a character. That's what I was thinking. Donald, Pluto, <laughs> Felix the Cat. <laughs> no? So so it's not that sort of accent by what you were just no, saying. No, no. I was thinking okay, of... OK, well, I'm going to go in blind here, flying blind. Rural accent. So the other day I was on a conference call and someone said to me, they were Canadian, and they said to me, um, are, are you from Notting Hill? <laughs> and I went, I'm sorry, you sound like you should be from Notting Hill. And I was like, well, what, the, oh, thank the film or the area? <laughs> or the underwear. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? You sound like you're from Notting Hill. So it made me think about this. And then I was thinking about all the different accents that we have. In, and I thought we could have a go at some of them. Are you, are you any good at accents? No. You've often done that sort of, there's been a slight West Country twang. Yeah, that's typically my pirate accent. Yeah. But there's also a very popular board game, Accentuate. So I thought it might be something we could have a go at. Are you up for trying some accents? If you so... Wish, yeah, let's let's give it a go. Let's start easy. I bet they haven't got a Grimsby accent in there. Doubt. I bet it's again based around sort of the populist accents. Well, what's a typical Grimsy, gr- gr- Grimsy, grimy, Grimsby accent? Well, most people, when they hear a true Grimsby accent, say there isn't an accent there. It's like the null of accents. OK, give us an example. OK, I'm from Grimsby. Wow, that was so different. <laughs> <laughs> no, typically they tend to be a bit nasally, go. like I can't go talk, talk a bit like this. <laughs> and it's not so much the accents, you know. I mean, you said accents, but the thing that determines which area you're from is often the colloquialism, isn't it? Like yeah. often they'll say, are you all right, duck? 
in Grimsby. Do they really say that, though? Is that just for the tourists? No, they really say that. So I've been watching Cruising with Jane McDonald. She's from Wakefield, and I like Jane McDonald. I think we'd be friends. Now, she sends to say, all right, duck, and then she says, uh, ta and loads of people go, I'm sorry, what is it? Because <laughs> she's obviously yeah. with Americans and people from around the world on these lovely cruise ships, and she says, ta and they're like that. What's wrong with her? Is she having a stroke? But in Grimsby, they don't say ta No? You know, what do they say? No. Give me your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> well, by all accounts, I think it might be like that nowadays. However, it tends to be a nasally accent and there's a lot of expletives. Oh, but then in Surrey, there's a lot of expletives. It tends to be when you're driving, it tends to come out when you're behind the wheel. But Surrey is very plummy, isn't it? We consider ourselves to speak properly. Yeah, posh. You know, we're not as EastEnders kind of Cockney side. <laughs> we're a bit, you know what I mean? But I can go that way. <laughs> Go on, give us, give us an EastEnders Cockney. Go on. Ricky, Ricky, <laughs> get out of my pub. <laughs> that, 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 sounds, that sounds about as good as I imagine the Queen would do if she was asked to do an EastEnders get, impression. Get out of one's pub, Philip. <laughs> I think all of these, we should, whenever we try to do an accent, we should imagine it's the Queen doing it. I think that's a perfect idea. How would you do it if you were the Queen doing a French accent. Ooh, eho eho. I would like a croissant, <laughs> s'il vous plaît. <laughs> no? No. No. Bless her. But when you do your pirate accent, you that's, said that's it's not sort pirate, of like a that's Somerset. Cornish. It's Cornish. <laughs> but I wondered because there were a lot of pirates on the east coast, you know, Suffolk, Norfolk up there, you know, where the Vikings came and went. It's probably where piracy was invented. You're talking about regional pirates now. Yeah, well, regional accents. It's true. It is true. I don't know what a Suffolk pirate would sound like. No. <laughs> Again, I'm thinking, ooh-ah, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> But you're... <laughs> I told you I was no good at this that sounds like That sounds like a pirate <laughs> cast member from a carry-on film. ooh <laughs> 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 or an insert from a Wurzels single, <laughs> you know. Yes. I've got a brand new combine harvester. Ooh, ar, ar, ar. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you get the Suffolk accent wrong, it can start sounding like Cornish. The two tend to go, oh, he'd been a bit late doing there, done it, or whatever. Yep, but then Bristol does that a bit as well. Bristol's quite, it slows down a bit. Uh, that yeah. was an attempt at the Bristol. I, I hope we're not going to get letters from this. Can I just outline that neither of us are classically trained? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know, I know listeners are going to be shocked. I'm fully aware <laughs> there will be literally, Linda will be on the floor with shock that yes. we're not classically <laughs> trained. No, but you know. I am classically trained. <laughs> I used to get car sick a lot, so my parents would do lots of games, by the sound of it, like this accentuate, to try and take my mind off that it. That does help when it comes to gagging noises, but otherwise, you and I are <laughs> on our own. There are certain accents I can do really well and others that just all sound the same. I must hear some of these. Go on, <laughs> you set yourself up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm quite good. I think most English people can do American, can't we? Because we watch so much American TV. I don't know. Go on. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> You start and I'll come in. Off. You, you start and I'll come in for the second bar. Hello, hello. My name's Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> That's it. Perfect. That was just one hundred percent pure California, and that was. Was it? Yeah. Is that where he comes from? I didn't know which Disney he came from, because I thought he might have come from the one in Paris. Well, hello, my name is Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> 
But then, <laughs> what was that Spanish? That is really, you, when you go to Disney in the States and he goes, hello, I am Buzz Lightyear, welcome. You know, and it's all very, very American. And then you go to Disneyland Paris and it is, it's like, bonjour, Buzz Lightyear. And like that. Oh, it's like when you meet Tigger in America, he's like, and he's jumping around and everything else. And then you meet him in France. And for some reason, he's about six octaves lower and sounds like the truck driving version of Tigger. And he's like, oh, okay, Tigger's not quite as cute and cuddly as I believe he was in America. He's a bit more gruff and aggressive. (laughs) Not so flouncy-wouncy. No, he sounds more like a sexual predator. (laughs) It's the same for Chip and Dale. Chip and Dale in America, they're like, hi, I'm Chip. Hi, I'm Dale. You go to France, he's like, all right, I'm Chip. Give us, give us your handbag. <laughs> it took me ages to work out that Chip and Dale, first of all, I thought it was a style of furniture from bygone ages. And then I thought it was those people that took their clothes off in local theatres for women. And then when I actually went to Disneyland or Disney World or whatever it is, I came across these characters and it all fell into place. Yeah, and can yeah. I just point out that the Chippendales are professional strippers as opposed to the ones you were referencing then, which was just some man that liked to take his clothes off in the local cinema. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't actually post the application now. <laughs> it was just on the mantelpiece, and about two years afterwards, gathering dust, I thought, oh, I'm never going to do that. So I sadly threw it in the bin along with the outfit, and that was the end of that. And many people were pleased. Yeah. My theory is my auntie Sheila, who lives in Cardiff, and I've mentioned her a couple of times, still very much available and on the market and very sprightly for 85. I think she just says place names in Welsh when she wants to get away with spitting at me because she will often <laughs> go and we'll drive past the sign and I'll say, what on earth is that? She'll go, that says Caffili, Emily. That's what that says. What's wrong with you? Tidy. That's another one she does. And uh, never. So you'll say to her, Oh, um, I've brought you some biscuits, and she'll go. Oh, never! No, no, I have, Auntie Sheila. You know, I know you like. I know you like a biscuit. Yeah, yeah, no, tidy. Well, they're not tidy biscuits, Auntie Sheila, but they're quite nice. She'll go. Oh, never! Yeah, they've got biscuits. No, they have got. Bi- Why are we going around the houses with this, Sheila? It's just I brought you some sodden biscuits. Just eat them and be grateful. I think there are signs there that you should get her to see someone, a specialist or something. What? Because my biscuit addiction's getting over the top. She's actually started to melt them in a spoon and inject them now. She can't bother to eat them anymore. Oh, my goodness. I can imagine she's effervescent to come back. Does she keep her teeth nice and clean? Her teeth are her own. She is. Really? Yeah, so that means she's quite powerful when her. she does say uh, land Dudno and gets me in the face with a full backwash. It's quite well, I th- ample. I think it would be dangerous, wouldn't it, if teeth came flying out and smacked you on the forehead? But I think less and less people are having false teeth, which can only be good for accurate accents. Yeah, definitely. Because otherwise you get like a, an after an after hiss. Yeah, a friend of mine had something done to his teeth, but his voice changed. He would start, he had that sort of whistly noise yeah. when he was talking. And you're like, oh gosh, how shish. How shocking. Strange. How shocking. Yeah. He was very good at a Donald Duck impression. Can you do an Australian accent, mate? Wallaby. An Australian accent is one that's easily picked up because I have a couple of friends that have gone to Australia, you know, emigrated. (laughs) I love that. Gone to Australia, you know, emigrated, which means (laughs) never coming back. (laughs) That's right. But when he did come back on a visit, he had a very strong Australian accent. And what did he sound like? I kept wanting to say, you're from Bedfordshire, you know. (laughs) Yes, why are you talking funny? Yeah, don't forget your roots. People are really hot on cultural appropriation with clothing and other stuff. So 
is taking an accent from a different country cultural appropriation? I've got no idea what you mean, Graham. <laughs> you see, that's a good Australian accent. It's not bad. How are you with Italian? Italian, I'm terrible at. I'm really bad. I'm better at Spanish. Go on then. <laughs> I'd like to come on, please. <laughs> Slow down. Let me just get the. Okay, I think. Uh, go on. Okay, I'm ready now. I'm sorry. Una summer de piña, por favor. <laughs> I like the hamon, please. <laughs> I don't know why. I always feel like I want to turn into Zorro. <laughs> you know, I slash you with my secateurs. <laughs> it's very much like. <laughs> oh, your secateurs. <laughs> is that not a Spanish word? I'm sure it is. <laughs> Basically, all of Europe, all of Europe, the English have managed to kind of cartoonify their accents, haven't we? We're quite good at that. Did you know the number one accent, most popular accent in the UK? Do you know what it is? What regional accent? Yeah. Um, Scottish? It's Newcastle. The Newcastle accent. People love the sound of Cheryl. Scottish is also pretty popular, which is why you'll find lots of advertising campaigns use the Newcastle accent. Or they use the Scottish accent, but not the regional Scots. It's more the mainstream Edinburgh type of Scots. Oh, I don't think the Glaswegians would like you for saying no. that. No, but can you imagine ringing up a call centre and it's you've got a strong Glaswegian on the other end? You'd be like that. I think you're being very no. aggressive. <laughs> I think you've got to get into accents by key words. Like, you know, I noticed when you were talking Spanish, you grasped at the word secateurs. <laughs> I think, you know, if you're talking Glaswegian, you'd have to say Jimmy to get yes. yourself into the mindset, wouldn't you? I'll have an iron brew, please. <laughs> yeah, iron brew and Jimmy would help you get into that idea that you're just going into a chip shop to order something. Deep fried, chocolatey. I'll have a heart attack. Round a Mars bar, please. You're cheating a bit because you've got an auntie in Wales, so that helps you straight away. <laughs> and you've clearly gone to Disneyland or Disney World or Disney thing several times so that helps you with all the american accents but when you hear mary poppins speak in disney in america no 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 because she literally is hello my name is mary poppins and you're like what is wrong with her would you like to come and have your photograph with me (laughs) english kids are backing away they're like what's happened to mary poppins she doesn't sound like the film there's a musicality to some languages i mean italian i think whereas in some places there's no pitch change at all and the speed doesn't change so you get very much like i don't know what i'm gonna do today but I know I'm looking forward to having a really good time. Birmingham accent's a bit like that. If someone doesn't have inflections on the Birmingham accent, it can be a little bit like that. So, you know, I'm just going to dip down to the shops and see what's happening down at the shops. And then I might come (laughs) home from the shops. And then after that, I might go back to the shops again. You're heading towards a cross between the Queen doing the Birmingham accent bit. Uh, Are you saying that my central default is the Queen's English? Yeah, I feel it is, with an occasional collapse into Cornwall (laughs) or the West Country, Somerset. An occasional (laughs) collapse. (laughs) Yes, I think the Queen, it would be great if on her annual Christmas Day speech... She came out with an R, and I think, hey, <laughs> Emily, Emily. <laughs> Welcome. She's got the same voice. Tra- At the moment, they're talking about taking the government departments around the country, basing them in Leeds and Newcastle and Manchester. Yeah. 
But some people, when they hear a strong northern accent, they'll say, can't understand what they're saying. I can't understand. If you come from outside of the UK, it's easier to understand other people speaking English that also come from outside the UK than it is to understand people from Liverpool. Okay. I've been told that by an Ecuadorian, a Serbian, a Polish person and a Hungarian all said the same thing. Ah. Mm. So perhaps if the government is split around the country, perhaps they should go to Serbia or somewhere to get their lessons for a central one. Because it's unfair if everybody speaks like a Londoner. I think people watching EastEnders, they think that's how everyone in London sounds, don't they? Do they? All right, all right darling. Yes, come and get your apples and pears from my market stall and then we're going to commit murder in the car shop. You know, that's not London. <laughs> no. All right. You right there, love? Yeah, yeah. All right, darling. All right, straight Oh, The only time you really hear anyone speaking like that is when they're on a market stall. Even in Guildford, the man who runs the fruit and vegetable there from Guildford sounds like, all right, darling, uh, uh, 57 bananas, only a pence, and I'll throw in a couple of avocados. Cool. It's like they all went to the school of only fools and horses. Do you yes. want to watch? Do you want to watch? Yeah. Do you want a VCR? Do you want, uh, I've got a spare tyre out the back for a BMW. I'll throw that in with your onions. It's just the way that they seem to feel that they need to talk. And I know that when they're talking to their friends, they turn around and they go, yes, can you get another box from the van, please? That'd be absolutely wonderful. Thanks very much indeed. All right, Treat. Oh, don't you look beautiful today? You smell like roses. <laughs> buy some buy some daffs, you know? I hope I hope there are no police listening to this or that poor man at Guildford Fruit and Reg is going to have his VCR <laughs> little business shut down. I mean, it's outrageous. In fairness, he hasn't had a lot of trade for the VCRs in a, in, in, in a few years now. Oh, okay. Can't get the videos. <laughs> But luckily, no. the man on the fish stall is selling the videos now, so it's a whole other enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, fish stalls, now you're talking. Can I, can I have another VCR, please? <laughs> Straight from Grimsby. <laughs> have you ever been to a country where someone's spoken to you or you've tried to understand and you just couldn't? I mean, like Chinese yeah. and Japanese is very, very hard to understand, yeah. you know, as a language. Mm. But when they speak English, it's phenomenal it's you know it's amazing i wish i had that ability yeah along with many others no doubt <laughs> what abilities <laughs> or other people <laughs> let's let's keep to accents my friend shishun her surname is spelt h e he that's how she pronounced it so when we got to know each other much better she taught me she said no h e is pronounced <laughs> it's guttural then I overdid it, of course. It's really hard because she's a delicate person. So to say, introducing her, this is Shijun. <gasps> it sounded bizarre. <laughs> of course, I was probably doing it stronger than I needed to, to try and remind me not to say he. So this is Shijun he. And then this is Shijun. <gasps> sounds like a wrestler. The first part, Shijun, sounds like the noise that your car makes when you go over a sleeping policeman. Yeah, Shijun. Yeah. yeah. And then the latter part, I love that. I think that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. That's just yeah. so much fun because you take people completely unaware. So you've got that nice, calm first name followed by a... <laughs> <laughs> I might change my last name. I might change it from Baum to... <laughs> Hello, I am Emily. <laughs> I love that. I might need a slightly longer business card. <laughs> Yeah, well, your auntie in Wales could help you with that with those Welsh place names. <laughs> they probably do speciality four-foot-wide cards, don't they? 
<laughs> More than likely, just to write Happy Christmas in Welsh. <laughs> I've noticed how you've thrown yourself into this particular session. It's been overwhelming with the effort Hang that's on, been you... made. I don't think many listeners would know about the nasality of Grimsby folk. In fairness, no. We didn't know that most Grimsby people have a sinusitis issue <laughs> and they're probably trying to welk up their nasal cavities because of the fish smell anyway. <laughs> OK. Maybe it's, well, like, maybe it's like an evolution thing. They've been able to sort of use gill-like substances inside their nostrils to close off the smell capacity for when the trawlers come in and the fresh fish is being dumped. Ah, that's where you're wrong. You see, fresh fish doesn't smell at all bad. Grimsby's obviously famous for fish. There are other parts of the country that are famous for things that absolutely stink. Like, is there a manure capital of the UK? They're probably not marketed, that one. No, do you not think so? <laughs> come to Dulwich! The manure capital of the United Kingdom, the stench, <laughs> has been known to blind people. <laughs> you, know, you go to Rotorua in New Zealand. Where was that again? There's a place called Rotorua in New Zealand, which is on sulphur pits. Okay. So basically it smells like off eggs. Yeah. You can go and sit in these amazing natural hot springs. It's absolutely beautiful. But oh my God, the smell. It is literally like uh, you've left a pickled egg out on the side for about a month. It is revolting. <laughs> my only experience of hot springs was my first Morris Thousand when the upholstery was going during the summer. <laughs> Not quite as romantic as your story. It is romantic in Rotorua. I mean, it's beautiful. The hot springs is gorgeous. Da, 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 da. There's nowhere to go to get away from it. You just said da 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 da. Did I? Shorthand for and so on and so on, etc. etc. No doubt. No, I was doing Morse code for help me. <laughs> Could you have Morse code in an accent? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what would dot dot dash dash be in a Birmingham accent? <laughs> dot dot dash dash. I don't know. Well, you sounded very German then. <laughs> dot dot dash dash. <laughs> but there are certain things that you would like to hear in certain accents. So you can imagine the Spanish accent being very good for reading a romance novel or something with passion and a little bit of fire. Some accents are more romantic and calming than others. Whereas Italian, like you say, you know, croissant. Croissant? Oh, no, that's French. Croissant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pizza. spaghetti. Pasta. 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 Pizza, pasta. <laughs> Pathetic. I love pizza and I love pasta, but <laughs> choosing those is your key. Let me get into the Italian mindset by using the word pizza and pasta. It's not good. Not no. good at all. It's not helpful that a lot of them speak such good English. Yeah. The English accent's never going to be as sexy as the Spanish and the Italian. Which and... American accent do you do when you did one earlier on? Was that the Californian? Because it must be like England. Every bit of America's got its own. It has. Regional. Yeah. Yeah. You've got your driving Miss Daisies, which is your sort of Louisiana accents versus your go on then. California. Go. I have to get into character now. Yeah, of course you do. I'm in the back of an old Pontiac. <laughs> You're in the back of an old Pontiac. Are we going back towards hot springs? <laughs> when you're in the country, it's easy. Yeah. You can start mimicking. Yeah. But it is just a mimic. Yeah. Minor birds do good accents, don't they? They do. So do parrots. Minor birds are better at accents than they are at mining. Little fact for you there. <laughs> okay. They can't hold the pick. <laughs> and what are parrots better at then? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> squawking so they'd be brilliant at announcing me as i enter the room emily hiya 
<laughs> Emily, hiya! What's your favourite accent? I just like noises. I like to make noises, sometimes involuntarily. I'll pick a country. I've got a list here. I've got a list here. One of the prime ones that's listed is Dracula. I mean, I don't know what region Transylvania <laughs> that comes from. Yeah. <laughs> I want to suck your blood. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless you're doing a Dracula accent where you're going to eat somebody, it's not going to work, is it? You're not going to go and sit in, no. in a harvester and go, can I have the salad bar, please? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> It's, it's not going to work. <laughs> That's a fantasy accent. That can't be right. Well, no, I have been to Transylvania. They all do sound like that. Yeah? Yeah, it makes, <laughs> it makes chit-chat quite long. <laughs> How are you? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? I am fine. I'm a little bit anemic, but I'm fine. Now I'm going Jewish. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit uh, anemic, but I'm fine. Oh, schmutz or mutza balls. I mean, <laughs> it's a bit bipolar, isn't it? My accents are a bit, uh, a bit all over the place. How about the same sentence in different languages and we'll ping pong each other with the languages? Right. Let's think of a sentence that we have got to say. Yeah. Let's think of an innocent sentence. It wasn't me. <laughs> that's, that's an innocent statement. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me, officer. <laughs> Go on then, do that in a Birmingham accent. It wasn't me, officer. Honest. <laughs> That's quite good. It wasn't me, officer. I can't. You sound more like John Go Lennon then. then. <laughs> Mercy. Yeah, it wasn't me, officer. <laughs> That's not bad. That's Brookside, the early years. Okay, in a Welsh accent. It wasn't me, officer. Never. <laughs> Never. It wasn't me, officer. Tidy. <laughs> I can see the emails coming in from my Welsh family as we speak. Please do not ever contact us ever, 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 never again. <laughs> because you managed Tidy. to offend all of Wales. <laughs> can I just do Mickey Mouse? Because it's a slightly American version of the Queen. Yeah, go on then. It wasn't me, officer. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Maybe in the next episode, we just do inappropriate sentences that we could get Mickey Mouse to say. I'll choose a character for myself, I think. OK. What character would you be? Probably I'd play safe. Uh, Mr Bean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who doesn't love a mute? So guess the area that I'm coming from then. It wasn't me, officer. <laughs> Psychiatric Ward 9, Weybridge Borough Council Hospital. Is that the right area? <laughs> <laughs> You're getting there. Close. <laughs> <laughs> but they've signed the release papers now, so I'm OK. <laughs> Modern Aged Middle Life was brought to you by Graham Jarvis and Emily Baum. If you liked it, tell a friend or rate and review the podcast. That will help others find us. Thanks.